0: A chance to feel like heroes too Forever we'll win and if we to lose We know someday we'll go out the way Yeah, someday we'll go all the way Welcome to Holy Cow, a Cubs podcast I'm your host, Sean Holland On this week's episode, we have Stan Whose Twitter handle is cruzit C-R-E-W-S-E-T-T. And everyone who is on Cubs Twitter, I think you know Stan. He's a great follow. Does all kinds of great insights. Can we just talk about the Cubs season so far. Off to a decent start. Not a horrible start. Not a great start, but right in the middle. Some of the things that are going well, the pitching, stuff like that, you know. And, you know, this team's going to win with defense and starting rotation and try to scratch together some offense. But we talk about everything involving the Cubs. And I asked him about his native Dominican Republic and their unfortunate showing in the World Baseball Classic. It's a fun conversation. The audio is a little bit tricky at times. So, we might drop a few words, but I think you can get the gist of it and it gets better as the interview goes along. So, without much further ado, here is Stan. Welcome to Holy Cow A Cubs podcast, Stan. Good to have you on. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So, I'm just going to ask you the standard question I ask everyone who comes on my podcast. It's we're about eight games into the season. The Cub just, uh, here the Rangers in a series, although they lost the last game that just before we recorded, kind of a sloppy game that they didn't play well, but they won two out of three against the Rangers, and they are 4-4 four and on four, um, season. So what do you think of the Cubs so far this year?
1: Yeah, I mean, what, what can you think other than what, what we expected, right? And there's going to be some frustrating times, there's going to be times so we're going to show um I think that's exactly what they've shown so far. Um, what's the record? Four four at this point, four and five. Four and four. Yeah, and, and that's pretty much what I expect.
0: Yeah. No, I, you make a good point. I mean, you've got obviously Suzuki is going to be back. You know, he's rehabbing right now with uh, Christopher Morell dominating in AAA right now. You soon mm-hmm. back. You know, Matt Mervis. You're hoping he uh takes over for Eric Hosmer. I don't like despise Eric Hosmer like a, a lot of Cubs Twitter does, but it's definitely gonna be an upgrade when Mervus gets there. And yeah, you just you feel like it's gonna be better in the second half than the first. Or at least you hope. Exactly. Right. I'm I'm not
1: big on the whole idea of strength and You still have the games, you still games, right? Um but it, it, it is going to get easier theoretically for them, right? And if they prove that they can hang around in June, early July, um, then that that's enough for you to, to become which is where I really think the improvements are going to come. Um, You've got to be a really little bullish to think that uh, Christopher Morales is going to come up and light the league up again and to think that, that Matt Burgess is going to be ready. Maybe he is, maybe he is. Right, but to think that he's going to immediately slot in at four, and you know, playing first base and hitting what fifteen home runs in two or three months that he comes up, that's that's aggressive, right? Where I really think they're going to improve is that they have the resources and the uh, the currency to trade for something. Mm-hmm. Now, who, who they would trade for? I don't know.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: There's there's still so much that has to develop. But that's where I really think this prospect
0: is so, so you're you're so. you're you're thinking it's gonna be like we're in July and there are a couple games out of the wild card or in the wild mm-hmm. card game and they make some moves, make some trades, build up the roster. At least that's the hope. Exactly.
1: Right, right. And 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 I think this roster is in a position where um I, I've been on the record saying that I think the pitching is gonna be uh it's gonna keep Games as we've seen, it's it's going to help them uh, stay away from those awful skids that they've been to these past couple of years. They're not they're not going to lose ten games in a row, you know, not on Woodford, right right? Yeah. Um, I might have just jinxed them right there, but I I don't think they're going to lose ten games in a row just because they do know exactly who's going to pitch every day, right? Mm-hmm. There isn't going to be that surprise when they have to get somebody off waivers and rely on Sean. Newman, right? Yes. Yes. Um, and, and I think in, in, in this league, it's, it's a marathon, man. It's it's absolutely a marathon. You've got to be able to pitch those 1,500 innings every year. And if you don't know who's going to pitch even 200 of those innings, you, you are set up for a bad time, man. Yes. I've been watching baseball way too long to know that bad teams fall apart. So And, and that leads me to my point that it's easier to upgrade uh, your offense than it is to upgrade your rotation your. Right, we've all seen that bullpen help comes at a very, very high premium. Um, shout out to Hayden Wisniewski for this conference, right? Um, but it, it, it's it's really hard to turn around your bullpen. Um, in July, it's really hard to turn around your rotation. Uh, but it's pretty easy to get a guy who's going to just be hot and hit for two months. You know, maybe you get lucky. The Phillies, the Phillies got super lucky last year when they traded for Brandon. Yes. Now Brandon Marsh, is a guy who he, he had hit in the minors, but when he was an MLB, he was he was a 37% game, a yeah. KK guy, right? It's you just don't know where offense is gonna come from. It's one of those things that it's true. Mm-hmm. So I think that they're gonna be able to afford pretty much any hitter that they want to get who's mm-hmm. gonna be available in the market. Um I, I I don't think it's a it's a conversation of somebody being out of their price range. Like, like if, of course the the sensational pick would be you know trading for Shemar Bailey. Yes, um, but that's that's unreal for anybody, right? Yeah. But can they go out and get maybe a CJ? But they go out and get Jared Walsh? Wolf. They go out and get I don't know. I
0: so, so Somebody well. lawyers, right. Yeah. It, it's it's all there. It's look at, um, yeah. at them did with um castellanos a couple yeah. years ago mm-hmm. they absolutely hit that out of the park right so, really. right
1: yeah and, and i think they could slot in a, a, a bat anywhere. they could upgrade at any position right now and and then you know it's up to david ross to implement the power he wants into the lineup But i i, I think you know one hot guy uh inserted into the lineup from august onward could really make Huge difference, all these ones. yes, right. especially right. you know, Sega He comes back and breaks mm-hmm. like, out, know,
0: yes, because right. uh, they what they need is somebody to hit for power. Mm-hmm. So obviously, power mm-hmm. is with this current team,
1: right?
0: Right? So, I guess I'll ask you about the pitching that's been other than James and Tyon, which he's been a little shaky, but you really had to like what you've seen from Stroman and Steele.
1: Those are my guys, man. I, I just love watching the pitch, um, especially Steel. Just a dog mentality out there. Um, I I, God, I I think the most memorable part about um I'm I'm a big complainer. And and if I don't like something, I'm gonna be very vocal about it. Mm-hmm. I did not like how Jose Gitan e. no, he was just timid. Yes. Whereas Justice Steele is the complete opposite. He's not gonna back down. He'll, he'll walk you if he has to walk you, but you're gonna have to earn that walk. You know, right. it's not that he's gonna be. You know, you're gonna be down 0 two, and then he's gonna be trying to nibble and getting corner. Now he's gonna throw a cutter in your face. gonna mm-hmm. happen, right? Or or a slider to your back foot. He's gonna hurt. You. Um, and, and I love that mentality. And I think that that's pretty prevalent in, in the rotation now. Strowman I is 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 a is a dog man. Mm-hmm pitch pitches, he was in Toronto, always loved the way that he pitches. Mm-hmm. Um he's he's got that mentality, man. Yeah, he, yeah, he's five foot eight, probably really five foot six, but in his head he's he's six foot five, right? And when he's on that mound, he's six foot
0: five. Um, yeah, so yeah. I love watching him. Yeah, and then you have Wisniewski who is so worked up that he has to pace around the dugout in between innings because he's so like There you go.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. And and that's exactly what I want to see out of out of my starters, man. You just gotta go out there and get it. You can't back down from any pitcher. Um, I remember reading about Pedro Martinez he, he's another guy, pretty short guy, pretty skinny guy. But when he was on that mound, you you're gonna get him.
0: Um and, and that's
1: that's what you need to be a successful starting pitcher at You cannot be timid
0: at all. He just, he just, he it just I don't know what happened um last year in Pittsburgh, but the Cantana I saw was like, yeah, I'm with you I if I never had to watch that guy nibble around play the game, I'd be happy. This is
1: like, I, I don't understand.
0: You've got it all. Is it is it just a, an
1: attitude thing? I, I don't you know. But I, I, I don't
0: get paid to take So, yeah, and it just – so the defense too, of course, other than this last game Sunday when we recorded was – that wasn't very good defense. But they played very good defense, and you do see the way they can win with pitching and defense. Just, like, the formula worked out and it can work. We've seen it this first week, so that makes me feel better.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, and it's one of those things, it's 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 repeatable, you know. Um, it, defense doesn't slump, it's that old adage, right? It's mm-hmm. just gonna keep happening. Um and that that's you, you gotta feel good about that, right? I'm sure those those pitchers love seeing their defense um handle those types of plays. And and, and listen, even Nick metragons look just great. At third base. Yeah. You know? I, I I saw some people talking about that. You know, it always like he's throwing full effort. Yeah. Whatever. It's not like he's gonna make fifty throws a game, you know? He'll make five plays.
0: Yeah, it's a, actually I don't have a problem with his defense as much as like I just don't want his bad in the lineup. That's my problem. Yeah. <laughs> you know
1: what? Yeah. He, he kinda kinda won me over those last two months. Maybe those mm-hmm. last six weeks. I don't know what it was. But he was just Was just an automatic two-hit game. Maybe maybe it's a weather thing. Um, when there's when it's cold weather, I don't think it's like he's swinging at a at a baseball. Yeah. Um, I don't don't know what it is. I I I wouldn't play him as much in these cold weather games. But as it warms up and the air is thinner, that guy just plays soft liners everywhere. Right. I don't know if he's actually capable of hitting the ball harder than what he does.
0: Yeah.
1: Plays right. Is this something you want to watch on the team? Probably not. Mm-hmm. But I guarantee you, if this guy lands on the Cardinals or the Astros or Dodgers, he's going to the bad side or something.
0: Well, that is the thing that scares me.
1: Yeah. It's awful. It's terrifying, isn't it?
0: <laughs> but uh, yeah. Because I'm like, I don't want this guy in the team, but I'm like, he's going to go on the stupid Cardinals or the Brewers, even worse. Seriously. Yeah. 325. You know. Yeah. you know where it'd be perfect, probably, is. Um his Field, not do.
1: because
0: those <laughs> guys would drop in all over the place.
1: Yeah, seriously, and and they are looking for a second baseman, right? I was just watching the Iron Cubs game, um, and David Bode looking great, so I I think they might be able to work something out with Colorado. I, mean, I did mention C.J. Crone earlier, might um, be a fit. You don't know,
0: right? Yeah, no you can, I could see that. So, um, is there anything else that you've noticed the first, um? Uh, week of the season that you want to talk about? Any players or anything that you're feeling good about? Mm-hmm. That's talking about Bulldogs. There's another Bulldog
1: off the mound.
0: And he's a, I,
1: I don't know if you've seen the picture of because I, I don't think he's a very vocal cool, cool social media type of guy, but I have seen a few pictures of him. And he's got this very small dog that he puts in his backpack. I think like, he'll this yes. Yeah, he'll, he'll bike around Chicago. And I, I was I was looking at this picture, I'm like, who the hell is this guy? And then you know, somebody pointed out that's Keegan Thompson. He's like, he looks nothing like what he looks like on the mound. You know, because when he's on the mound, he wears his hat real low, and you can just see his his cheekbones are clenched because he's just he's he's gritting his teeth. Yeah, no, he's just ready to, you know, just just take a bite out of
0: him. He's a
1: monster on the mound, but when he's off the field, I don't think I'd be able to recognize him.
0: Yeah, no.
1: When
0: I was watching Cubs God. I sure as was recognize Yeah, yeah, that's funny. Yeah, he just the the mentality on the mound is so different than yeah. in his life. But yeah, and everyone, you know, was with the velocity and stuff, which was weird. I don't know. Maybe it was just you know spring training, you get dead arm or something. But he got to the game that kind of, He's up to ninety five again. So it's like, mm-hmm. was it almost like does he? Only get the juice from the real games, does he not? When he's not in the real, he not. But he's doing great now. So, I was
1: reading a a Sahada piece. Um, He was talking about Marcus Stroman. Mm -hmm. Stroman spoke about how on WBC years he ramps up a lot because it's like he's he's playing playoff games in March. And, and that's just that's good. his mentality is on his arm. But what he attributed it to was as a veteran, spring training, spring training becomes a little bit repetitive. And he just, you just, you find yourself going through the motions. And that logic doesn't really apply to Timmy Thompson. This is just, what, his second big league spring training, maybe yeah. third. I don't know. Um, But maybe, maybe there is something to it, right? It's just, he wasn't being challenged. He didn't feel like he needed to, and maybe his body just wasn't responding. To spring training. Could be. But... Velocity's been there,
0: yeah. But I might—it might have just been like he felt pretty good. He was going to make the team. Mm-hmm. So
1: he
0: wasn't going to go all out in spring training, and I don't know. Yeah, maybe he was uh, trying to emulate Dansby Swanson.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's It's. Spring training is way too long. Um, I don't even complain about it anymore, just because I see the big picture about it. Right? It's, it's a tourism. Right? These towns survive off that spring training rush from late February to March. Yeah.
0: Um, but yeah,
1: these players show us that.
0: And uh, you read the story about like the old days with that, that. spring training was literally the people, the guys that have normal jobs in the off season, so they literally didn't work out, and then. You show up and start, <laughs> you know, gotta get into shape. That's right. Amazing.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Bunch of plumbers.
0: <laughs> like you're running the hardware store in your local town and then built the season started, we gotta get into shape. In a few too many hot dogs, right? In a few too many beers. That's right. And now <laughs> the, like either like finely tuned athletes that, that have personal trainers that work all year long. Exactly. Anyway.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I I don't, I don't know if you've seen uh, advert. ad browser like he uh his, his wife's a nutritionist yeah so this guy is just eating these amazing meals and i, I say amazing because it literally amazes me not because they look good they look like oh my god where the hell are the carbs right um but he is he is a fine-tuned machine it's just
0: there is i don't think there's one muscle in that guy that isn't like yeah. so yeah no it's it's, yeah, That spring training is not really needed anymore, but like you said, you know, tourists and stuff. And I mean, what better example than the Cubs a few years ago threatening Mesa to move to Florida? And, yeah, exactly. You know, the stadium, yeah, they knew what it was about.
1: Exactly,
0: yeah. Speaking of, so I,
1: I was just out there a few weeks ago.
0: Um.
1: I, you know... I, I got the excuse of getting to go to a spring training game because my wife wanted to go to uh, Taylor, yeah. Taylor Swift, um, which was an experience on its own. But yeah, it's, uh, yeah those prices, they'll get you spring training. It's definitely a tourist trap, that's for sure.
0: <laughs> so the trade was Taylor Swift for spring training. That the- there you go, exactly. Yeah, yeah, okay. it was nice. Yeah. All right, well, I guess I, I have to ask you about this because... Sensitive subject, but Team Dominican in the World Baseball Classic, pretty Uh, disappointing effort. So, yeah, yeah, it was. And and tell
1: you what, I'm I'm not as disappointed about losing to Puerto Rico um, and Venezuela as I am about the managerial decisions. Of course, it's always the manager's fault, right? Us armchair managers love to complain about managers. Yeah, but my deal is. If you've got such a strong bench, you've got Gene Segura, you've got Nelson Cruz, you've got William Damas, you've got mm-hmm. you got all of these guys just sitting there. Mm-hmm. Why are you allowing Jeremy Peña taking to take these at bats? Yeah. Now, I, I totally understand the argument. It was early on, and it was only the fifth inning. And, you know, he's, he's coming off of a World Series MVP. So, it's it's not like he's a, he's some chump. Right? Mm-hmm. You make the mistake, you lose the game. That is what, is what it is. And then you find yourself in the same situation against Puerto Rico. Yeah. In an elimination game. Yes. And you let Francisco Mejia hit. Now, last time I checked, Francisco Mejia ain't no damn World Series MVP. No. And you have... Gary Sanchez is your backup catcher there. So it's not like you're taking your full catcher out of the game. right? There was absolutely no excuse for him to take that AV with the bases loaded. And it is what it is. And again, I I wouldn't be as upset if this manager weren't maybe the fifth best option the country could provide. You know, before it's it's been Tony Pena. Tony Pena took that unbeaten team back in uh, 2017. Um, you got the legendary uh Felipe. Um, yeah. There's, there's, you know, uh, yeah. Felix me. There is Jose Offerman. You know, I, I, I don't know how much you follow Dominican baseball, but managers are a very, very big topic of the conversation. They you get know, that, yes. Um, but these guys are veterans. Why are you trusting Rodney Linares Which you know. I don't have anything against the guy. I don't even know the guy. But he's not experienced. And he's not... He wouldn't have been my choice. Um, a lot of the conversation under the Dominican community has been falling um, on Nelson Cruz. Right? Why is he being in like You know? Why Why is he allowed to make these decisions? Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was, it was so frustrating. It was... It was one of those situations where, like, you know, you, you just... You know, write a lineup of all stars. And, and, th- you know, thankfully you have that luxury of having so many talents. When something's not working, you got to shake it up. Yeah. I and mean, you got to get those gamers in there. Um, I, I think Willie Domus took all of one F at bat the entire team.
0: Yeah, that's not what you wanted. Not at all. No. He's such a close
1: that frustrates yeah. the hell out of me with Milwaukee.
0: Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's just, and the race, like, the Rays are absolutely dominating now. And it seems like everyone associated with them, even the guys they get rid of, turn out yeah. to be like, how did the Rays get all these players?
1: We'll tell you what. Um, I, I think a lot of people
0: forget that. William Domino's do is the dude, man.
1: He was traded for David Price, not the David Price that we know of today. Ray's David Price. Yeah. David Price was the guy, and everybody wanted to trade Javier Baez for him. Remember that? Um, Willie Adam is, is a hell of, hell of a prospect, I and mean, he's turned into an amazing big So, yeah,
0: and then, um, of course, Wander Franco, who is turning out to be as, as good as advertised. I thought today he had another home run. But yeah, the right. Rays are going to be tough. Yeah. Can he even legally buy a drink? Is he 21 yet? Yeah. Um, I'm not sure, I don't think he is. <laughs> I guess I'll ask you one more thing. Something that bums me out, and it's um hobby bias. It's oh mm-hmm. you know, I this is the saddest. I was joking, the saddest um nice I've ever said that he was hitting um 069 after the game last night. And it's just like I'm like oh, nice but I'm sad, but, but yeah, what in Detroit's just been, it's just been a train wreck for him. And I just feel bad. Yeah. It's, it's one of those things that,
1: I mean, it, even if you go back to when he was a prospect, he was just, he was bats. That's, mm-hmm. that's why he, he's, he's not overwhelmingly big. You know, I, I think, I think he's six oh. At one point he said that he was up to 240 pounds. You could you could see that when he was, I think it was in 2013 when he was in that features game, he was a stocky dude. He was a tank. Um and then he he dropped the ball to a bunch of weight, he just had a lot of you know, athleticism. But when it came to to his hitting, the tool that always stuck out was that pass. He always relied on it and he could always beat pretty much anybody with it. If you made a mistake to him, good night, you know. Yes. But he was never a good hitter. Um and I think some of that bat speed might be fading away now. I think he's 30, 31. Um, it's, it's really sad to see because the the comp was always, oh, my God, that's Gary Sheffield. Yeah, yeah. Gary Sheffield had that eye at the plate, man. I don't, I don't think he ever struck out all no. the time here, you know, It's sad, man. Yeah. I, I, I literally have a shirt right now. i doing laundry at home. <laughs>
0: but, yeah, I mean, it's was- one and you hate to admit that the Cubs were probably right to not sign him. Yeah. They made the right call, I guess, but right? not that I Yeah, know. I mean. Did they really make the right
1: call though? Because I, I, I seem to remember that right before the pandemic they almost had a deal. I know. Yeah. <laughs> so God, you know, thank you, right? I don't know. What a weird situation. Um I, I guess, you know, when when you look at the athleticism, his glove is gonna carry him. You would have been blind with that. Um, yeah, man. What what he's doing in Detroit is ugly, and and to make it worse, those that stadium its it's hell. You know, if if you if you think Wrigley in April is bad, go oh, to Detroit. Good
0: Lord, the whole situation there is just—they've mm-hmm. been building mode for six or seven years now. It's mm-hmm. it's not happening.
1: And it's not like they don't have talent. They just, like, as soon as everybody gets to the majors, they become a pumpkin. Look at yeah. Spencer Torkelson. That guy was just, you know, a home run
0: as, on, at will, you know? Exactly. Yeah, and maybe it's, like you said, maybe it's that stadium. Maybe hmm. it just is a bad environment. I don't know.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, none of the dimensions are awful. I think it's one of the bigger stadiums
0: right now. Yeah. I mean, to bring back uh, Taftiano's, yeah, the way mm-hmm. he talked about getting okay. it, it's like he was saved from like from hell when he got to Wrigley Field, anywhere but the Tiger Stadium,
1: right? Right?
0: So, hey, former uh
1: Cubs exec, uh, Scott Harris is running that place now, so maybe he
0: can drive around, yes. So, maybe you never know. All right, well. I guess I'll ask you um, one more question. Um, don't you think it's time Sammy Sosa comes back to the Cubs or something? I mean, how long can we, this go? Yeah, in and, and
1: my opinion, and, and it kills me, right? Because um, in 1998, I was a five-year-old boy on the Dominican Republic. Um, we had just gone through a horrible hurricane, and, and he came home. Man, he he was a hero. He came home. He helped a lot of people. He was coming off of that sixty homer season. He was the guy, right? Like, like if, if you were a kid on the island back then, you were talking about Hulk Hogan, Santa Claus, Michael Jordan, and Sammy Sosa. Yes, yeah, like those were the guys. Um, and it, it you know it breaks my heart, right? Um, but, but what what can you do? Mm-hmm. Um, last time I checked and you know so there's been people who have disputed this um, but he doesn't want to come back. Mm-hmm. Um, he doesn't talk with the Dominican community about baseball. He's publicly said that you know his baseball life is behind him mm-hmm. um, but I'm sure that he'd be willing to come back with the Cubs to say, hey, you know, we're giving you a stash. Hey, we're gonna memorialize nineteen ninety eight on the twenty fifth. Twenty fifth. I just realized that. Um, yeah, yeah. I I think if somebody were to, you know, be that guy and and look for the apology, um, one of the sides. Yeah, but I, I think there's too much pride
0: on both sides. Yeah, the Peter kind of dug in on both. Both sides. right? Up.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, it, it's kind of wild. Like, Mark McGuire has been back to St. Louis with all this stuff. And, like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's like, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. It definitely yeah. made it, a, lot of, a lot of people. Yeah, like, it's one of those situations
1: that I think it, it'll make a lot of people happy. Uh, but I, I just don't think that it's going to happen.
0: Yeah. But yeah, and I guess they always used to say, I don't know if this is true. I mean, you know better than me that if he had run for president, in like two thousand in the Dominican, he would have won in the landslide. So I don't know if that's actually <laughs> he was popular, man. He was real popular. Um, I, I hope my dad doesn't hear this. My dad is like really
1: big on politics, so
0: yeah, laugh me out the building. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he would disagree with that him being. I mean, yeah i I think I think
1: he would just because um, his party was in power, and I mean, I'll tell you what I I don't understand half of it, um. But yeah, it
0: politics over there it is a popular
1: contest, so he yeah, won
0: absolutely. Yeah, yeah, no, that's, I I like to think I know a lot about political stuff, but I'm definitely not an expert on the Dominican, so. Mm-hmm. So I'm not gonna make any guesses. Yeah, I I don't really you. All right. Well, thank you um, for coming on. And uh, where can everyone find you on Twitter? So I'm at Crusett at C R E W S E T T. Uh
1: that is the phonetic pronunciation of my last name. Um, and that's pretty much it. Um, I don't really do any. Uh, of the social media stuff, writing and all that stuff. There was a time when that was like the big dream. Um but went to college. Um I'm working in healthcare now, pretty really, much And I, I just kinda I just wanna be a guy, right? I just wanna be a dude. So if you wanna follow me, sure you'll see me complain about some things, talk about some prospect stuff. That's about all you can <laughs> get out of
0: Well, I think it's pretty entertaining, but <laughs> I think you're a good follow on Twitter, but yeah. Um, Thank you for coming on, and yeah, let's see if we can keep the Cubs in until July and maybe make a run at it. Absolutely. It's a long season, but I think we're ready for that marathon, right? You can follow me on Twitter at STH85. You can subscribe to the podcast on the Apple Podcast app, Spotify, or Stitcher. We will have another episode later this month hopefully as the Cubs really kick in to the season and it should be a lot of fun you can if you could I would like it if you rated or reviewed my podcast so I knew who's listening and how many of you are fans and what changes you'd like and yeah let's go Cubs.